Hello and welcome to this episode of VIA's Leading Local Insights podcast. I'm Rick Ducey, Managing Director of VIA Advisory Services. We're excited to have this podcast to provide an immediate and deeper look into our current insights and assessments of local media. Every Tuesday, a member of our analyst team will provide insights into local traditional and digital ad platforms. We will talk about BIA's ad forecast updates, other deep dives into business verticals, and consider tech and business model trends in all the local media space. Do you have an idea of what you'd like us to cover? Email us at podcast at BIA.com. Now let's get started. For today, we're talking about building rate cards for the pandemic with Emily Bond, who is Director of the Media Vertical at Revenue Analytics. Hi, Emily, and welcome to BIA's Local Leading Insights podcast today. Thanks for having me, Rick. It's such a pleasure to be here to talk about building rate cards, especially given the fact that we are finally seeing glimpses of the pandemic recovery. I think it's something we can all get excited about. Definitely, and it's uh, very much needed, the uh, kind of best practices, how to go about it. And that is what we're gonna talk about today. So just kind of give a heads up. We're gonna, I'm gonna um, put a few questions to you here, Emily. Um, how media companies should be adjusting their pricing policies and building rate cards as the economy shifts uh, as we're coming out of the pandemic? Uh, the practices and tools sales managers can use to feel more confident in doing uh, pricing adjustments and building rate cards. And then you know, it does make sense to look at year over year uh, comps or even quarter over quarter comps because the information is so volatile right now. And then once you do some changes, uh, how can sales managers, what do they track? How can they be confident that what they're doing is um, kind of what they need to be doing? So let's, let's um, start in first with how should media companies be adjusting their pricing policies? Uh, how, you know, people are looking at building rate cards for, well, Q1 um, is over now. So looking into Q2 and beyond, is it a quarter by quarter? Uh, how, how, are, how are your clients? Well, first of all, tell us about yourself and tell us about revenue analytics, and then we'll start into the rate cards. Okay, that sounds great. Um, I'll give you a little background on myself. I started on the media side of the business. So I was in the national sales organization at what started as Clear Channel Radio. And then while I was there, became iHeartMedia at some point in my 16 year career. Um, I went on to Nielsen, where I worked on an ad agency team with a focus on consumer insights and segmentation. And today I'm enjoying close to two years of being on the media team at Revenue Analytics which is an organization that has a long history in revenue management and pricing analytics. Um, and today our goal is really working on modernizing uh, the practice of revenue management for media organizations. In revenue analytics, um, you actually cover more verticals than just media. I mean, uh, kind of diverse verticals that you're bringing a lot of experience um, into broadcasting and other media companies with. So we do. So to give you a little background on our history, uh, our our co-founder and chairman actually created the discipline of yield management or revenue management back in the 1980s in the airline biz, uh, industry when he was with Delta after deregulation. And so we have a long history of being in the travel and hospitality vertical. It's still a vertical that we serve today, uh, as well as manufacturing and distribution and obviously media, which we're speaking about today. And then specifically media uh, makes sense since that's what we cover. But it is interesting to me that you know a company like yours um, can draw some common principles uh, for yield management and, and revenue optimization, maximization, because uh, these principles hold across industries in some cases. So it's really kind of an interesting 
amount of knowledge and experience to leverage into the media industry? For sure. We lean on, you know, we have a team of data scientists uh, that have created about 1,500 different analytical models, and we lean on those learnings from those analytical models uh, across industries. So it, it certainly helps to bring some of the insights from other industries, especially industries that have a similar uh, pricing concept as media uh, to the table. Okay, now for media, like some of these other industries, you know, pricing is is almost real time. I mean, you have to have your race card to go to the street with. Um, sales managers have to uh, figure out what that's going to be, train up their AEs and direct sellers and, and equip them with, with rates. But then they want to make sure they're matching demand. And that's a difficult problem to solve uh, for anybody. Uh, in media, it's it's difficult in, in the best of times. But now we're trying to figure out what the heck the economy is doing. We've got stimulus spending. We've got business closures, lockdowns, uh, scaled reopenings. You can't really look at historical pricing so much. Uh, so how I mean, how do sales managers figure out how to build a rate card these days? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And to your point, there's a lot of data points to consider right now. And fortunately, I think we're in a very different place than we were at this time last year when the entire country was in a lockdown. And as consumers, our primary focus was really just finding toilet paper, ordering puzzles to entertain our family, right? So um, as we're crawling out of that experience and um, looking past uh, Q1, I think when we look at Q1, year over year revenue uh, was down for most broadcasters. But as we know, based on all of us being so cooped on up for so long, that we clearly have some pent up consumer demand. And so things are changing very much on a daily basis as the weather warms up and as we get more shots in arms, um, consumers are really starting to show signs of coming in hot, which is awesome. And it translates into advertisers are coming back, um, which I know that BIA predicted will translate into revenue growth in 2021 as well. Um, so, so yeah, when we think about how to look at that from the standpoint of a rate card, you know, typically what, what average, what, um, media organizations had used as, uh, is historical is, is year over year pacing. And that's not something that's going to work right now. And so what we have to really focus on is trends and recency, um, as well as perhaps looking as we get further into the recovery in 2021, uh, being able to look back at what happened towards the end of 2020, using that as a baseline, getting a little more sophisticated in, um, in looking at both what's going on in recent trends as well as what was happening last year and potentially the year before. So part of what you're using for data would be a media company's um, historical sales and price points for those sales. Absolutely. So we are looking at um, spot level data that's flowing in from traffic systems on a daily basis. And so as you can imagine, the amount of data points that are coming in on a, uh, across an organization is going to be almost infinite, right? You've orders flowing in every day across hundreds, if not thousands of stations across hundreds of markets. Uh, there's so many data points to look at. And I think it's really important as you're thinking about rate cards and you're thinking about what a strategy should be um, that we very much have to look at things on a segment by segment basis. So um, understanding a strategy is going to be different based on 
a market by market basis, for instance, based on and um, station by station basis and so on down to as granular as an advertiser by advertiser basis, because we're seeing recovery is very different in different markets as well as in different categories of advertisers and at the advertiser level itself. Oh, that's interesting. So you get to that level of granularity, a, a particular furniture brand, uh, retailer brand, for example. Uh, yeah. So, for example, I would say when you look at furniture, when you look at any type of home improvement category right now, we're seeing very heavy demand. When you look at a segment, let's say the automotive sector, for example, which is still struggling a bit because of heavy reliance on foreign supply chains, um, it's a different recovery trajectory. Um, we are seeing, I, I think you talked about this recently as well, in terms of ad spend, we've seen a big influx of online gambling coming across strong in states that have legalized it. Um, and then we still are seeing other categories that are lagging behind, uh, such as travel and hospitality. So in this way, approach is going to vary by segment. Um, and analyzing data at every level is really going to help determine best pricing approach which can be everything from where should I pull back on my no charge spots that I was giving my loyal advertiser during the throes of the pandemic to nice. where can I slowly start increasing my rates without compromising my demand. How do you factor in looking at you know, spot level price pricing uh, data points and making some adjustments there make sense? Uh, and you're speaking about supply chains for auto. And of course that supply chain issue is more broad than auto. Um, uh, wood is, you know, timber is uh, kind of challenged. Um, it was interesting. I'm, I'm a scuba diver. I went into our local dive shop to pick up some gear that was being serviced and chatting with the owner. And he said, yeah, it's, it's going to be the second half of the year before this business comes back because all of our uh, OEMs, all of our manufacturers fired everybody. So they weren't building stuff. And now everybody is coming back out and they want to go traveling. But, uh, you know, there's nobody to teach classes. There's no equipment. Uh, and and I've been hearing this around for, you know, several different kinds of businesses that demand may be up and some of these businesses may be ready to advertise, but they can't actually fulfill on, on some of the things they're trying to sell. So does that factor into your um, rate card modeling? Oh, for sure. And I think, you know, that I think plays into the trend that we're seeing, too, that advertisers are placing less business on an annual or an upfront basis, right? Because if they're having issues, they're having supply chain issues, just like you said, they're not going to want to hit the airwaves. They're not going to want to advertise. Um, so what we're seeing as a trend is a lot of advertisers. And while we saw this trend pre-pandemic as well, while less advertisers were placing on an annual basis, um, I think we've seen a huge leap in advertisers that are moving more to a scatter buying as opposed right. to longer term placement just because of, you know, questions on supply chain, questions on changing consumer demand, et cetera. You, and so this gets into a much more dynamic pricing environment. I mean, sort of pandemic induced and uh, specifically, but also part of a probably a larger trend where more ad spending is going to digital platforms where it's very dynamic. I mean, real time uh, bidding and so on. Um, is that what broadcasters have to look forward to? So, I mean, in order to maximize pricing for spot inventory, um, you may have to set your rate card daily. Uh, I mean, very dynamically uh, to, to figure out how much demand there is in that particular category, or like you're saying, even sometimes for specific accounts. 
Absolutely. I think understanding how raising or lowering rates influences demand on a category by category basis, on an advertiser by advertiser basis, and being able to produce advertiser specific pricing is extremely important right now. Um, and that's definitely where analytics and AI come into play because the human brain just cannot process the amount of data points that are coming across. And so being able to look at those recent trends and being able to optimize rates and reforecast demand on a daily basis is extremely important. So I love the the picture you've just painted of uh, too much data to hold in a brain. Um, so if you're, if you're a sales manager and you're trying to do a good job building a rate card, uh, which is tough with all the data points, um, using tools and techniques um, such as the kind that uh, your company provides, how do they know they're getting it right? I mean, how do they feel confident? So I'm, I'm sending my sales force out. It's Monday morning. We just had our sales meeting and they're going out with today's rate card. Um, if the sales don't happen immediately, do I panic and issue a new rate card? Do I wait for a few days or... How, you know, how do I know when I'm okay and when I need to make some adjustments? Right. And that is, those are tough questions. And just dropping price doesn't always stimulate demand. So, so dropping price is a panic mode is not always the, the good tactic, right? We like to say that um, we compare that to looking at hotel inventory. When you look at a hotel on a Sunday night, no matter how much you drop the price, it's not going to stimulate demand. So dropping price is not always the right tactic in changing a rate card. And so that's where we have sales managers who some are very, very good at pricing and some are you know better at being in front of a customer and sales that then pricing is not there, that they don't want that to be their day job. Um, but no matter how great you are at pricing and going by gut feel, we are in a time that's different than any time before. And so being able to lean into data and AI and to be able to evaluate all the data points of what's going on on an advertiser by advertiser basis, what's going on as recent as yesterday, what's going on last week, what's it looking like down the road a month from now, um, these are spreadsheets after spreadsheets worth of data that right. <laughs> um, sales managers just don't have time to evaluate. So that's where that's where a tool um, that utilizes more sophisticated data analytics comes into play. Right. Well, I know you've got um, in your client list uh, some of the major uh, local media brands. Uh, so congratulations for that. Um, any uh, before we um, close this out, any anything that you have to recommend that we haven't chatted about already in terms of building rate cards and is uh, hopefully soon to come to be post pandemic era? Um, so I would say, you know, it's really important right now to track and understand successes and in shortfalls in terms of pricing. Um, and so one way to really do that is to drill into achieved rates like we've been talking about by industry, by advertiser, by agency, by market, um, and just have a lot of visibility into what's going on. So getting a good understanding of what advertisers are really getting some of your best inventory despite maybe having some of the lowest rates or lowest spend levels and how are rates comparing across advertisers within the same category right now is important to look at too and you know ratios such as recommended rate versus sold rate and visibility into AEs that are consistently attaining high rates and drilling into that or AEs that are is consistently attaining low rates um, so there's there's a lot to drill into right now 
for sure. And that that's something that we do, that our analytics do on the back end of our platform in, in a matter of seconds. Gotcha. Emily, how do people um, get a hold of you if they want to learn more? So probably the easiest and fastest way to get a hold of me would be go would be to go to revenueanalytics.com, uh, click on media, and then click on request a demo, and then I'll get an email right away. That sounds like a pretty good offer. Emily, thank you so much for joining us today. It this was great been, to be with you, Rick. Absolutely, yes. Uh, hopefully we'll do it again. So okay. this has been Rick yeah. Ducey for uh, BIA Leading Local Insights podcast with our special guest, Emily Bond from Revenue Analytics. Remember to subscribe to our podcast where we bring industry insights straight to you every week. Emily, again, thank you so much and have a great day, everybody.